Welcome to the Together for Good podcast brought to you by Bethany Lutheran Church in Cherry Hills Village, Colorado. Our episode today is a sermon delivered by Pastor Gary this past Sunday, January the 10th. The sermon is based on readings from Psalm 29 and Mark chapter 1, the baptism of Jesus. But Gary uses these texts to appropriately look at the events of this past week in our country and direct us towards listening to the voice of the Lord above all else. That's enough introduction for now. I'll let Pastor Gary get to work. Uh, This is, again, a sermon from Pastor Gary delivered on January 10th, 2021. In that psalm that Sarah read for us, we heard multiple times about where, where power resides and, and how it unfolds in this world. We heard over and over and over again the voice of the Lord, the voice of the Lord, and everything that that accomplishes, everything that it changes and transforms, the voice of the Lord is a powerful impact upon the earth. And I'm wondering, when will it become a powerful impact on the people of the earth? When will we realize that it's only when we turn ourselves over to the voice of the Lord that we will finally accomplish the kind of things that God intends for us? When will we finally realize that whether we are a a pastor, a teacher, a coach, or a politician, that we are mere mortals? And our voice is just one simple voice. But when we turn power over to that voice, power that does not belong to that voice, too often what can happen is we get pulled away from God because we're no longer hearing the voice of the Lord, but we're convincing ourselves that something right is happening even when somewhere with, with, the, with the forces swirling around us, we really should just know better. And so when we hear this gospel about John the Baptist, it's really kind of astounding what John the Baptist proclaims in the midst of that. And that's what Mark tells us John is doing. John is proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins of allowing us to understand that if we've been hearing other voices, that we can shut those out and decide that we will listen to God's voice, that we will be people centered in on what it is that God intends for our lives. And so John comes proclaiming this. John was a striking character. Mark Mark, who tends to write very simply and rather quickly about things, stops to give us these simple details that that John was clothed in camel's hair and ate locusts and wild honey. Certainly not the diet of most of the people in Jerusalem, and yet they, they flocked out to see him because John was so careful about letting people know that his voice was not the voice, that he was simply pointing the way to something that was so much bigger than him. 
He was simply but a messenger for everything that God was wanting to accomplish for our lives. And John didn't have to do that. I get the feeling that when you went out into the wilderness and you saw John the Baptist, you would have followed him anywhere if he would have been willing to command it. But John would not take that mantle. He was wise enough, probably having grown up with a priest as a father, having been destined for this lifestyle, he was ready always to turn people toward the voice of the Lord. And he knew that was going to be renewed in a new way for the world. He knew that one would come on the scene. Actually, his cousin Jesus would be coming to proclaim something, even what would seem to be beyond Jesus himself, but how that interconnected with God the Father and the Spirit that would be coming in which Jesus would baptize us all. John was so careful about not commanding attention for himself, but instead turning it over to where it belongs. And how we should long for the voice of the Lord. How we should long for hearing what it is that God is trying to speak to us. And maybe how we should long for people who have the courage to stand up against people who would invoke the voice of the Lord when clearly God is not a part of their actions. And so as I was talking with some pastors this week, I hadn't seen it, but some mentioned that they saw people carrying a banner or a flag as they stormed through the Capitol, bringing disarray to our nation and carrying flags that invoked Trump and USA and Jesus all together. And at some point, people of the church have to stand up and put Republican and Democrat aside and simply say, no, no. When we are doing something that, that is creating insurrection and we were, when we're chanting incendiary comments about who we're coming after and, and how we expect to treat that person, God is not a part of that. And the church needs to stand up and say the voice of the Lord was not speaking to those people. The voice of the Lord does not cause people to riot in a way that brings destruction upon a nation or upon a person. And when we turn ourselves over to the voice of a mere human, we can drown out the voice of the Lord in ourselves. And when that happens... It's hard to describe it in any other way than to say that evil has come into our life. And that's the point where the church must stand up and call it out for what it is. This is not a part of what God expects from us. Instead, what we heard was over and over again, the, the, the psalmist coming to us and talking about what happens when the voice of the Lord speaks, there is splendor. There was nothing about splendor in a rush on our nation's capital. We have to get back 
to that. Splendor, splendor looks like people taking food to someone who's hungry, clothing to someone who is naked, visiting someone who is lonely. That's what the voice of the Lord speaks to us. And then we heard when the voice of the Lord enters in, all in the temple shout glory because we understand that there is glory involved when we turn ourselves over even to the voice of Jesus and we care for those who need caring for the most. When we choose to love our neighbor as ourselves, that's when God is speaking the loudest when God is compelling us into action for this world that can actually bring glory to God's name. And so the church must stand up for those truths about what the voice of the Lord does. Certainly it's powerful. We hear about the voice of the Lord stripping the forest bare, of breaking the cedars, the cedars of Kadesh. Certainly the voice of the Lord should have a power in our lives that it strips evil away and leaves only, only what's left. A life that's committed to understanding that Jesus still is real for our lives when we care for the least among us. Hear this, people who are tuned into worship today. I do not have the voice of the Lord. I am a mere mortal. I will make mistakes. And I will probably at some times proclaim things that 10 years from now I wish I could take back. And I hope you can recognize where I fail. But as long as I turn myself over to God as long as I continue to listen to a Jesus that calls me forth into a world in need and blesses me to take care of people around me, then, and only then, do I feel like I'm actually listening to God's true voice. On the baptism of our Lord, God said, You are my son. The beloved, with you I am well pleased. That was just the first, the first of so many times we would gather at baptism, the, so, the first of so many times we would feel like the heavens were torn apart and God would look down on, on someone like me and claim me, claim that I am beloved and that I please God. And I pray that it will be so. And it has a chance. It has a chance to be so every time I realize that there is only one voice that matters. There is only one voice that compels me forth. There is only one voice that can change the world. The voice of the Lord. And if anything else compels you to an action that seems counter to that voice, then we must call it evil. We must call it out. We must set it aside. Because we we aren't called to be people of greed. We aren't called to be people who serve ourselves. We aren't called to be people 
who shun the needs of others. We are called to do such actions for the world that the voice of the Lord would bring splendor. People of God, tune your ears and listen because God is still speaking and the voice of the Lord can still change the world. Amen.